What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 219. On this episode, I'm joined by Koopy, where we talk about the Patreon, our merch shop, books, TV shows, video games, and a bunch of other random shit in between. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Koopy. Hi. I'm pretty impressed every time that I get right into the what up and we're joined by like it's like I got this shit just down. I never know what to say. Yeah, That's my greeting. Normally you go hello. I think I I think I yeah, I messed it up this time. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I do it. Um, I do pay attention to how pe- different people do do it. You know, like Snappy normally does it the same every week. Unless he's on the music one and he goes, I'm back. <laughs> but it's like three times in a row now, so I don't know why he keeps doing it. But anyway, uh, let's see if he listens to this in here. Um, I, I, need d- a, I need a new catchphrase, but I guess it's the end of the year, so I'm going to just stick with hello. I think you should go, what's booking? <laughs> good looking. Something like that. That's I mean, fun. but only if you think I'm good looking with my man bun. Today. It's not a bun, but it does look good. It's like a pebbles ponytail. Yeah. That's the way I've <laughs> been explaining it. Um, all right. We have a Patreon that if you want to give money to support this shit, um, you go there. It's patreon.com slash a podcast. And you can also go get some merch. We sold a shirt this week on the merch nice. shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast. I don't know exactly who bought it, but someone asked me a few weeks ago for my merch shop link for both of them. And then we're like, well, which one do you prefer? And I was like, I don't prefer either way. I mean, you can buy whatever you want. And so I think that person is it. But we'll I don't know exactly. Um, well, hey, hope you like your shirt if you're listening. Yeah, for Thanks sure. Thanks for your support. Um, Snappy says his holds up really, really well. Mine does, but I've just been gaining. I've been gaining weight in this quarantine, you know. So everything seems like it's shrinking, but it's not. I'm just growing. Right. Yeah. I, that's been happening to me steadily every year since forever. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. <laughs> um, really, what happened is I just was bigger than I currently am now when I graduated high school. So until I hit that point. I feel like my brain's always going to be like, eh, I'm all right. But I know I'm not all right. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we both should. That, I guess, could be our New Year's resolution. I think we had that last year, too. Every it? year, it's our New Year's resolution. <laughs> but, you know, we like good taste in food. Yeah. You know, we don't like exercise. exercise. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard, hard to make it work. We go on walks sometimes. Yeah. I need. I use it every day. I've slacked every once in a while. I need to keep going. And go every day again. Um, Guess we could start jogging. <laughs> I feel like I'll. I just. I'm sure I just look stupid. Well, but I guess we'll that doesn't look matter. Stupid together. Um. All right. Should we get in the books first or books last? I said every time. I guess let's just knock it out because I don't have very many. Okay. Yeah. You don't have many books. Um. So people that don't know. Um. At least for this year, you it's came been on. Rough. Right. Well, you came on every the first. Uh, Wednesday of every month, you come on and talk about the books you read the month before, and uh, you have this goal to get to 65, 75? 65 was the plan. Well, 65 was the plan. You were really on track until the last couple months. It's really- June really hit. I did bad in June because I don't don't normally have to work in June, and I normally can do well, and I think I only read four books in June, and then I only read three books in 
September or something like that. Right. So it was a rough year for you. Now, next year, I mean, if you want to come on, for sure you can. But I know sometimes it's uh, a pain. So we could do it every two months, maybe next year, if that's easier for you. Your call completely. But just to catch everyone up. Yeah, maybe might have to do it every two months. That could be good. I don't know. I haven't even thought about what my goal for next year is going to be or anything like that. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to set a goal. We'll just have to see. Right. Things have been rough with the book world. <laughs> it's hard, hard on the books. Well, and you read some heavy shit, too, in the middle of the year. Of, yes. Which I think what makes it not as fun, necessarily. I know everyone always tells me I just need to read little books. And I'm like, but those aren't any good. <laughs> right. I'm going to try. I know I say this all the time, but for real, I think I'm going to have to start reading. I need to, to, I think it'll inspire me to write uh, lyrics if I read more. And I say that again all the time. I never did. Um, yeah. So the books you read, you only have two books here. Is that correct? Two books. Only two. And I've only finished one of the two. No, so one and a half books. One for, and a half books. November. <laughs> the first and only book I really read and finished this month is technically a reread for me. Um, it's called My Sister's Keeper by Jodi Picoult. You've all probably at least have heard of the movie. It had Abigail Breslin, and she was a girl from Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. Um, and it also has uh, Cameron Diaz, I think, plays the mom. So the movie was like a big deal when it came out. But I think that was like back in 2004, 2005, something like that. Um, so it's been at least when did Little Miss Sunshine come out? Had to be after that, right? That this came out. I think Little Miss Sunshine was kind of like her breakout role, right? And then this came out. I, would have, after I just would have that. said Little Miss Sunshine came out after <clears throat> those years you said, but anyway, that doesn't matter. I remember it did come out when I was in high school, and I graduated in two thousand seven. I don't know exactly when, but right. I, I mean, I think. Little Miss Sunshine was her breakout, and then yeah, she did My Sister's Keeper afterwards. Gotcha. But um, it's a very famous story about um, a girl named Anna who decides to uh, sue her parents, or actually not really sue them. She wants medical emancipation from her parents because she was born as a identical match to her older sister Kate who has leukemia so her sister Kate has leukemia and the doctor said that you know basically they need an organ donor like a they needed to start it off with just an umbilical cord stem cell type thing and it's just every year it's something more and more and more and Anna open it opens up with her hiring a lawyer to sue her parents and he decides that he's going to do it pro bono to help his cause and he knows he can win the case or something like that. So it's a very emotional story and it has many, many perspectives. You get the mom, Sarah, the dad is Brian. You get Anna's perspective, the lawyer Campbell's uh, like a caseworker named Julia. So there's multiple perspectives and you're just following her process through the trial. And the outcome in the end is like a big twist that you don't see coming. Right. So I am reading this one with a little book club. And so this was their November pick. So it wasn't one that I necessarily planned on reading this month, but it was a good reread. And I cried quite a bit. I had forgotten, you know, the big twist at the end. Surprisingly, I <laughs> right. didn't see that coming. So it was a good one. I liked it. And 
it's I think only like this is I only only read two of Jodi Bacolt's books, but I like them both, so I should read more from her. Yeah, well, once you get back to reading books, you should. No pressure on myself. I think that's <laughs> what's the problem. Um, and then the other book I'm reading is called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. You're a big fan of her. I am. And this book has been good, but it's not been quite what I had hoped. I am currently on part five. There are seven parts trying to find the page number i'm on page almost yeah basically 300 of 442 so if i really buckled down i could knock this out today um we'll see but the invisible life of Addie larue follows Addie larue the main girl um who has it, opens, it spans over 300 years. She, in the beginning of the book, basically sells her soul to the Dark Lord. She has, you have to, you know, you careful what you wish for sort of theme. And her wish to be loved, or no, I can't remember exactly what her wish was. It backfires and um, she ends up living for 300 years and nobody can remember her. So people love her when they meet her. Like she's very, everyone's like drawn to her. But then the second they like turn their back on her, walk out of a room, they forget that she was a part of their Interesting. So she's never ages over these 300 years. And so it just follows her and she's very sad and she feels invisible and all this stuff. But she has these interesting moments because she can get into palaces like people just are drawn to her and she can also if she messes up she can just come back and try again you know sort of thing <laughs> so she can work her way to, through people right but anyway it's basically the rick and morty episode we watched the other day <laughs> similar <laughs> where morty just keeps basically he click or controls it where he just gets to redo everything just but in that one minute thing you talked about through through the years she ends up in 2014 which would be like the modern storyline and she meets this guy named Henry and he's he remembers her and he's, you know, very the first person in her 300 years on Earth who has ever been able to remember her after, you know, a day apart. And so she is drawn to him, obviously, because she doesn't feel invisible and she's very curious as to why he can remember her. And at first she thinks it's like a trick from the Dark Lord, but then it turns out that Henry has also made a deal and he is cursed. And so he has a whole separate storyline. And so I've just gotten to part five of seven. We've, I know now the, both of the histories of both of the characters. So now I just got to figure out how it all ends, but it's been a slow read. Uh, kind of boring at the beginning. Right. Took quite a while before it got interesting. Well, it's cool premise. Yeah. It's well written. It's just long. I right. would say, I don't know. Maybe not the right time of the year for me to try to read this one. Right. You need Christmas books. Well, that's what I was saying for in my November or for my December book stack. I, I really need to read 10 books if I'm going to get to 65. I don't think that's a possibility. I think if you really, really tried. Now I still have work shows, to do. Fuck them. You know? <laughs> I don't know. But the. Uh, the books I have for November or for December, one is a Christmas book or two two Christmas books and one is a New Year's themed book. So hopefully those seasonal books will motivate me 
And then I'm sure I could find some little dinky things on Kindle if I wanted to. I mean, I read Ready Player One in like 24 hours. So. I know. you. It's just, I don't know. I don't know where I want to read that. <laughs> just saying. It's Seen possible. the movie. It was a good movie. No, the movie sucked. Don't ever say it was good. No, well, I haven't read the book, so it worked out worst. fine for me. So mad. So Ready mad Player Two is out there. Is it already out? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know. I knew it was coming out, but I didn't know it dropped. Well, at like least it's available to... on Book of the Month. I see. Um. All right. That's all you got on books? Yeah, that's it. All right. So hope, we'll see. I mean, I'm at 55. I, well, I've, once I finish Addie LaRue, I will have completed 54 books. So I have to read. 11. Oh, 11 books. Yeah, math's hard. Um, good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Good luck. I think that's right. I don't know. I'm somewhere. I'm either on 54 or 55. Right. Um, all right. We've been watching some TV a little bit. You binge watched a TV show yesterday called The Crown. I knocked it out. I started it earlier in the week and then I f- finished like five episodes yesterday and then I watched the documentary Boring. no it was not it was princess diana in her own words so yeah i've been it obsessed was, with the royals it was a week. podcast basically except made in the 90s where she talked into an audio recording tape and then they just laid pictures behind it that's all the whole thing was yeah it was an interview that she did with somebody oh uh, so boring you um, say yeah like it wasn't interesting there was also they did take news clips from that time period and incorporated those of like interviews that she had with other people Right, but I also watching The Crown. I mean, it's a well made show, but I just can't understand the obsession over royalty. I can't understand the whole like we'll give our taxes just so we can have funded celebrities that we all care about. Like, I just I'm not trying to hate on British people. <laughs> it's just it's something that's very hard for me to understand. Like, I can't imagine if like taxpayer money funded the Kardashians as opposed to their own TV shows or whatever. Like that would it's more or less kind of what it is. Um, I guess they used to have power, but and then the in the show, you know, it's like their whole struggle of how they've like lost their power because it's the modern age when it's like, well, everyone else was killed or some or exiled, so just be cool. Like, why are y'all even throwing a fit? Like, I just can't get behind. They're not really throwing fits about that. I mean, the queen does have issues with Margaret Thatcher in the most recent one, like with her prime minister, but that was the first time she's ever openly opposed a prime minister. So I think they normally do try to work hand in hand. Yeah, um, but basically the idea is that the queen just represents the it's just the face of the nation, the, the face of the state, <clears throat> just kind of like a right a moral compass for the country or whatever. I mean, I guess whatever works for them. Uh, but that was the one thing <clears throat> that when I kept watching it, I kept being like, it's so weird. But I, under, I understand it exists and it exists. Well, there's all over still the all kinds of like nobility in London in a way or in England, like or the aristocrats and the right. inherited wealth is still just, and they have that, their little weird thing. That's kind of like Congress, but those people get up and yell and scream in their wigs. You know what I'm about? They show on John Oliver, but John right. Oliver talks about it gets edited out. Cause they're not allowed to show it in England. Yeah. So he always has like, some joke about it, but it's always really funny. The house of Lords. Yeah. I think you're, I think that's it. Um, as you can see, I'm not too cultured <laughs> on white culture. Um, show I have loved a lot. We're like halfway through the first season. It's on HBO Max. Um, is How to with John Wilson. It's very awkward 
and kind of cringy, but it's funny. Very right. funny. It is. I mean, it, it's going to maybe be like in my top five favorite shows once the whole series is said and done someday. I don't know how long it'll go if it goes long enough. Like it's um, if you like Borat, but you don't really care about Sasha Baron Cohen or and like his acting. Politics. Right. Then like this, because this is more <clears throat> about like just the weird people this guy meets in New York. So like. And not always New York, but he's just going around. And he asks some questions, and then sometimes it leads off to them saying something weird, and then he just kind of probes that, and then all of a sudden he finds himself at a soccer coaching. It was a referee di- or, dinner, yeah, a soccer referee dinner in New York City, uh, where all the people are pissed off at the association, the league, and you're like, you start realizing like you care about the stupidest shit. It was really. It took some dark turns people <laughs> it's just his narration with yeah, the he talks like morty i've mentioned before on here that i the thing i love the most about rick and morty is the way morty's like well um i just uh like the way he's like unsure right and that's how this john wilson guy talks he'll be like so uh what made you what, what made you come out come out here today <laughs> and the whole the second episode episode is just about scaffolding and so like that's kind of weird but he like pulls it off and uh, anyway, I'd say if you can watch the first three episodes to give it a real good shot. Um, it's definitely worth it. It's on HBO. So you have to have that. Yeah. But it's good. <clears throat> very, very good. Um, and then Rick and Morty is another show we watch. Yeah, uh, I've been a little disinterested in the last few episodes. But yeah, we're on season four, I think. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it whenever they have like... Uh, they pull stuff off. We just watched the acid episode, which I really liked. I thought it was super funny because I love it when a joke comes back around. Actually, we watched the acid episode, then another one. The one after I fell there. asleep, I think. Uh, but I thought the whole episode was going to be them on a tub of acid at first. I was like, this is going to be crazy, but it wasn't. We got out of that pretty quickly. Um, we watched the first episode of Fargo. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, we did start Fargo. Um, I was a little disappointed in it. Uh, I'm sure Chris Rock gets better, but you know, I was expecting it to be for whatever reason, Chris Rock and um, Schwartz, Jason, Jason Schwartzman are going to be like people that were switched at birth to live with the other one's family because the way it was kind of pitched on the episode. Mm-hmm. And that does happen where kids have to live with other one's families. But Chris Rock's an adult when he comes in the scenario. So he's not the one raised by Jews and whatever. And then also they're trying to say Jason Schwartzman is Italian. But I think it's because. There's this whole fucking opening that I need to rewatch, I guess, that explains in Kansas City, basically the crime family that is established and the one that comes in, they swap sons to live with the other one. And then every time it seems to work out where one of them kills the other one. And then so it's turned their back on their deal. It seems as if it's like the Italians are now there when the black people come in. But to me, Jason Schwartzman and then also the leader of the Italians look Jewish. So I'm like, are they supposed to be from the Jews? Then when the Jews and Irish did this and then the whoever survived of that did it with the Italians. So anyway, it gets fucking complicated at first. I don't think that's actually important to the story, but I kept getting very distracted by it. Right. Yeah. So I think we should rewatch the first episode. You were in the kitchen cooking during the beginning. Right. So that was probably the really the big deal. But it was. Uh, it has potential and it's a period piece, you know, and mm-hmm. you always like that. So and the nurse, honestly, the nurse is the best character so far. But I don't yeah, know how the hell she's twisted ending to the first episode. I don't know if she's going to be in it the long haul or not. We had to look her up because she seems so familiar, but we could only place her from Chernobyl. So right. It's like, well, I guess we did watch that, but I don't know. Um, she didn't like awe me in Chernobyl, but this one was like she was really good. 
Right. And whenever I looked her up, the first, uh, like, you know, Google News headline was like, act whatever the actress' name is, breaks out again in recent role. Like, I guess this happened Something to her else. in Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that was, we're going to try to finish that. Um, there was something else that comes out soon that I saw an ad for, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, but I don't remember what it was. It was here at the very beginning of December. It come, it came out, and I was like. Uh, was there a cartoon on Netflix? Maybe like F is for Family or something. I feel like we saw something advertised. Yes, I don't know what it was, but I know what you're talking about. Right. So, that moment. Uh, which is good. Netflix needs stuff, because honestly, once The Office is gone, and they're going up in price again, I don't know how we're going to. And how we're going to justify keeping Netflix around. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do enjoy it because there are lots of shows that I like, but they, you know, it's not necessarily worth it when you compare it to the millions of other things they have. Right. Well, and like Hulu, I feel like I'm going to have to get Hulu live just to watch the Thunder games whenever the NBA season starts because of Powwow's grandma shit quit working. You know, only so many people can still a lady's email address to watch sports games uh so i'm probably gonna have to invest in that so if i do i could see like making up the cost by cutting other stuff you know we have amazon prime i started watching stargate sg1 because they had that on there you know stargate's my shit i would delete disney plus but it's really the cheapest of the things that we have right well with me having hulu or somehow you could add hulu to your Disney Plus and get ESPN Plus, or I could you could cancel your Disney Plus and I could get it and add it. Like we're fucking up, I guess, by splitting it by email addresses. One's under mine and one's under yours. But I guess we need to make a joint email account that's just for random things like that. Yeah, we could make something cool out there. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything cool at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not sure if there's anything else on your list. Um, I was going to talk about all the very random video games I've been playing because you kind of witnessed it, and I normally do that when you're on here. But if you have something to talk about, you can. Mm, no, I'm boring. Um, so I've been playing a lot of video games, as you know. Um, too many. I've been playing, especially this week. I lost my life to No Man's Sky for about a week. I feel like yesterday it kind of started wearing off the like pool of me and like keep doing because I finally finished the little farming quest and the base building quest. Or maybe that was this morning, whenever, and I was like, all right, well, I don't have to hurry up. Because the rest I did before, but that was part of the update. Um, and the graphics are just good, and I like uh, wasting a couple hours to doing nothing but improving my customization of my base. You know, like the way you play The Sims, and you're like, oh, that was fun. Like, it has a little bit of that in there. Um, now I got to do, like, the main story quest of, like, getting to the center of the universe or something, but that's not that. I mean, you just make fuel and you jump, and you make fuel and you jump, and you just keep doing that until you get to the center. So, uh but it's cool. It's cool. I really like No Man's Sky a lot. Right on. I'm glad you've enjoyed. And it was free. Again. I didn't have yeah. to pay anything for it. Like it was just a free upgrade um, from the PS5. I talked to Rusty this morning. Uh, he texted me. I mentioned on the last episode of Snappy about his PS5 getting sent in. And so. Yeah, yeah that sucks. It's gone. Um, but he got an Xbox as well now until his PlayStation gets back. So he's just going to own both. I was like, well, hell yeah, man, really. He just skipped last generation. <laughs> and then this one, he's like, I'm getting them all. Um, so that's pretty cool. But it's crazy that he just has one that like anytime we played a game, it would just crash after however many minutes of playing any game. Now, my games crash. You've seen quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, there are quite a few errors here or there, but I played also like I play games for hours and nothing happens. So it's just kind of 
random stuff. Um, I'll say Assassin's Creed Valhalla is okay. I've it's kind of worn off a little bit on me. I don't know. It's it's okay, but it's not. I feel like it's just not as good as the last one, Odyssey. You know, for whatever reason, I connected more with the Cassandra character, and this chick just doesn't really have much of a personality. Her acting is horrible. Even the other day. She was supposed to be, I guess, hot, drug, drunk or drugged on mushrooms, I think, and being what it was supposed to be. But she just sounded like it was it, crazy. It was just cringy. Just everything about the acting and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I just I have no <clears throat> story wise <clears throat> connection with the, you know, with this person or whatever. So anyway, it's just it's weird. I don't don't like it as much as I was was at first. And then also something that really took me off. The reason why I quit playing it for a few days was all of a sudden a cutscene happens and my character is now a god, like a Nordic god of Javi. And now I'm running around Asgard <laughs> and like a mythical land and my horse is now a moose. And then all the treasure is just these fucking random crystals. So I was like, well, I guess I'll try to get all these crystals on the island. But I spent a whole bunch of time doing that. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Like, <laughs> and so something about it just really threw me off, which Assassin's Creed has a habit of all their games of being like, all right, now you're a different character. And you're like, what the fuck? Just let me be the person I was. It's kind of weird. So, um, Well, I just thought it sounded, looked very similar to your Gods of War game. Yeah. And so it didn't seem as unique as... And also the boats reminded me of the Odyssey, Odyssey theme. Right. It was very similar. I mean, it's been on the same engines and stuff. So they should have probably done a totally different culture. Right. Well, everyone's always wanted to do Japan, but then Ghost of Tsushima came out True. and basically did all of that. The And then with the same gameplay and everything of Assassin's Creed. So uh, who knows what they'll do, but they always Western. try to, they're also trying to always link it by like, there's a bloodline, like all the people you ever play as are all related through like different generations uh so that that's a whole other part of it um and then also i've been playing nba 2k 21 of course uh normally do like a game or two a day but i haven't gotten like real deep into it like i do some years because again i've already played it like a couple months ago on the ps4 so it's kind of different but they finally got the face feature uh, a little better my guy looks kind of like me um the only way i knew that happened is because one day they just my dude was just black and I could not make him black without re-uploading a new face. <laughs> and I felt like that was them saying, like, hey, you have to redo your shit because we fixed it or whatever. Like they and were then whenever forcing, I, like made it look completely different from you. So right, that you would. Exactly. And so uh I went and redid it and then it looks decent. But my face is still huge on my guy because I have a big old head. And I was I really wish they would let you decide how big your head is, but they don't do it. Our dog's being cute. <laughs> um, and then I've been listening to uh, I mentioned even last one with P Snappy uh, some history podcast Dan Carlin's Hardcore History I have like an hour left to get done with World War One, so I've listened to about 20 hours of World War One history this week barely remember any of it but it was all very interesting at the time it all makes sense uh, you know and I, I think he has a very good way of being like and this happened because of all of it like he's always constantly connecting it all but it also because of that it's kind of hard to keep track of you know, but like in the moment of listening, you're like, oh, this makes total sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you've shared some of it with me. Sounds like you've because I know we've both mentioned how we know more about World War Two than World War One. Right. I think most people do. So it's good to kind of balance that out. Right. Well, and then um, Rasputin out of Russia is now like a new character I want to 
know more about, but you basically already researched it all earlier. So I guess we figured it all out. But he just seemed like an interesting character who came from nothing to breaking yeah, into royals. I and- mean, he I re- when the movie Anastasia came out when we were kids, that was obviously the first time he was on my radar. But I had a little book, um, a biography of Anastasia growing up. And I can remember it was like full of family photos and things like that. I think that's where I read about the jewels, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Right. Um, and he was all very creepy in the book, like his pictures and stuff. And then, of course, he's portrayed very sinister, like in the dis- or the cartoon movie. Right. But he has the dope little bat sidekick named Bartok. I mean, I didn't really watch Anastasia. It's not something. It's a good one. Um, That would have been a girl cartoon, probably. Uh, It has Dimitri. He's a cool dude. Maybe. I'm just saying. I didn't know. (laughs) It wasn't something I ever watched. Um, I feel like there was something else going to bring up, but not important. No, I was just saying, in general, though, we kind of like Russian. Or I've always been into we Russian the history great recently, but we liked the great. And then there was this one with Daniel Ratcliffe and John Hamm called the Young Doctor's mm-hmm. Russian Doctor's Notebook or something. I think like that. it was just the Young Doctor's no- Notebook. Oh, okay, yeah, and it was really good. I remember at the time, so we're gonna try to rewatch that. And I, think I that know where is it's at. based on a book. So um, I've always been interested because there's just so much to Russia's history, and they've had so many like changes. I think over the years that we just, and we don't learn anything about it here, you know. So we're, we knew like a little bit about I've England. read one Russian play. It was called The Cherry Orchard, and it was good. It was like a dark comedy. About like it was set after the fall of the uh, the czars of Russia. Right. The transition period. Yeah. I mean, I like Ayn Rand, and she was born in the Soviet Union, and then came to America and wrote I've read about Animal how horrible Farm. they are. I read Animal Farm. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not Russian, but it's my favorite libertarian meme of the last month has been uh, the governor of California. I guess, you know, I don't know shit about this. We don't live in California, but, you know, he's shutting everything down. It's like Joe Rogan left and stuff. And then he has all these rules of how people can't have more than so many people at a dinner and all this shit. And then a picture came out of him and all these people oh, at a dinner with no mat. Yeah, exactly opposite. And then so someone took that picture and then a picture from animal farm it mm. was like you know whatever the quote is of like and the uh, animals Can't have to walk. eat outside while oh. we get to eat inside yeah or whatever and i was like oh it's pretty good pretty good use of animal farm which what is it? it's like some animals are all animals are equal except for some or something like <laughs> i don't know there is like a very famous quote i want to say we read it animal farm in sixth grade way too Whoa, young that's very young yeah we didn't have a clue what it was about i really thought it was about fucking animal you're not not fucking animals the adjective right. but just about animals and i was like it's like charlotte's web that was exactly my thought nope but very like, different yeah once i'm older you're like oh people reference this a lot in politics so i did like charlotte's web a lot all animals are equal but some animals are more equal than others is the big quote yeah welcome to america but yeah there's one that's that you were talking about the creatures outside looked from pig to man and from man to pig and from pig to man again but already it was impossible to say which was which i don't know if that was the quote could have been could have been um all right well i don't have anything else uh if it's short that's good because it means less time for me to mix it well i'm sorry i didn't read very much and i don't have a whole lot to to contribute but thanks for having me it's been fun 
faux show. Oh, I got my Christmas stuff up. That was one thing I didn't talk about. Yeah, but you got yeah. real excited. You went with the bubblegum theme. It's year. like I call it the sugar plum fairy Christmas, but you can call it bubblegum theme if you want. I don't know. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that works. I mean, we got a white tree, got some pink and purple, and it's bright light, colorful. Like rainbow lights. Looks like a funfetti cupcake kind that, of. Yeah, that's exactly how I've described it. And then we got some cool new uh, bright ornaments to go with some of our other Candy ornaments. Candy-themed. Uh, you like it a lot. Yeah, it's like very pinky and purple and it's very, it and looks it's very good. It's in our dining and, room, yeah. which is purple, so. Matches my dishes. So yeah, I've enjoyed the Christmas decor. I haven't asked you to put up any Christmas lights because I know it's not your favorite. I fucking hate it. But I, I wondered... how shitty our house is. <laughs> I wondered if they would be up when I came home the other day, but they weren't. <laughs> I didn't. I honestly don't even know where our outdoor lights are. Yes, but you we do. we can work on it if we need to. I'm not... No pressure this year on anything. Alright, well maybe in December we'll get to it. So I'm not there yet. Two days. <laughs> Alright, well peace. Bye. Beats.